What's up? This is Daily Shmay number 201. <laughs> um, so I'm watching this Netflix documentary, Fantastic Fungi. Apparently it's not fungi, it's fungi. For sure. For sure, Aziz, this is what the experts are saying, guys. I don't know what to tell you. This might be a GIF type situation where the creator was like, it's definitely GIF, and we're all like, fuck you. <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> anyways um i'm watching this and working so and somehow now podcasting so am i working i don't care i mean i care <sighs> let's focus so focusing on the topic dog is snoring the topic is something that's kind of just not bugging me but i feel very hyper aware of it at this time and something that if you have seen the good place also on netflix highly recommend i can't tell you why the show works because the first three episodes i was like this is so dumb i'm not interested in this at all but now i'm like a stan because anyways one of the topics they get into towards the end of the show and it's not a huge spoiler or anything but they talk about how as a human being so much damage is done even with good intentions because of the everything that's been done before us and the systems that we sometimes don't know are bad for everyone else or or do know (laughs) and ignorance and arrogance and just these layers and one of the examples is like you know somebody bought flowers roses for their grandma or some shit and that's a good act right it's nice it's very nice um but the other pieces behind it the things that we don't get to always think about and really probably would commit suicide if we thought about all the time that was morbid i apologize anyways um is that you know he this person in the example contributed to underpaying workers um spreading pesticides um maybe there's even like abuse going on in like the warehouse where the tag was processed you know there's there's so many layers to everything and then it's like he drove a car and it's like you know got bad emissions and there just seems to be no way to do no harm that's tough for me because you know I think people who are very simple-minded have a bit of an advantage in terms of a lack of resistance to action and um, more uh, naturally a higher tendency to confidence and leisure. I and many overthinkers tend to either be, you know, perfectionist or, you know, stagnant in some way because we're giving infinity time to questioning our motives and the impacts and things like that and 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 this also comes down to a billion other things of like I am you know conscious of all the ways that I am not the greatest person um not all the ways but I'm conscious of a lot of the ways and if I was born in a different society or culture or time period that awareness would be different as well so 
I'm struggling with just this whole thing of like it's about time that I kind of commit to being a whole person and you know build a life whatever I get it it's time I'm an adult but I know that that choosing means accepting the damage that will come with the good things that I want and committing and and it also comes with the risk of not even knowing the full damage not even knowing what other damage other people are doing that could change my future there's a lot of uncertainty and so that makes me not want to just excuse me don't don't listen to me i'm serious i don't like you Nobody was talking to you. Sort of God, bro. Anyways. I should have unplugged Shreddy, but I forgot. Anywho, the topic we were talking about. Yeah, so it's just like I'm I'm thinking about how I'm trying not to judge people, but I do it anyway. So I'd be judging people and, and I try to just observe neutrally, but a lot of the judgment comes down to people's actions not lining up with their priorities and and how confusing that is and I don't want people to feel bad about themselves so there's no there's nothing you know there's no persecution necessary but it just kind of makes me feel you know unattracted to the idea of of strongly believing in anything at all because or thinking that I do you know it, it makes me feel unconfident by default because so many confident people are wrong <laughs> and I just I don't you know maybe I should get over that <laughs> but I don't know I think we all get to choose what type of cringe we we engage in or at least I think I think we get to choose so what does that have to do with this documentary well honestly I kind of forgot oh yeah goddamn. so well side this is a sidebar um I think that one of the bases of fear is misunderstanding. You know, the unknown is a big natural fear uh, for sentient beings, right? And um, probably other types of beings. I won't, you know, anyways. But for me, for me as a human being, I'd be fear in the unknown. And I know a lot of us do. And so I'm trying to get into a depersonalized uh researchy sciencey kind of perspective with the things that scare me so bugs mold and fungi and things like that um there's probably other things but that's what I'm tackling now so that means drawing diagrams of bugs and taking pictures of them and looking at the how intricate they are as a, you know trying to be objective and appraise them as another one of you know God, forward slash universe, whatever you want to call it. It's cool little, you know, creations. Like, it's a nice little invention you got there. It's very, you know, same way I feel about the body, where I feel kind of grossed out by it most of the time. But if I can can I get into a grateful and appreciative and scientific mindset, I can see that it's a fantastic machinery thing. So anyways, that was a side note. that That's why I'm watching the fungi thing. It's because I find... Any sort of decay in food, extremely, um, <laughs> no. Even though, you know, I eat cheese, um, and occasionally partake in, like, alcohols and things. 
haven't done shrooms or anything like that um but that's not really the point either the point is that I'm trying to be less intolerant of things that I think I could find beautiful if I wasn't being childish so so I'm watching it back to the topic really cool so far I'm 40 minutes in there's 42 minutes left fabulous but the reason I had to stop is because it talks about how um, penicillin, you know, is is a fungi thing. You know, it, it comes from fungi <laughs> and talks about how, you know, the discovery of penicillin and, you know, whatever, whatever, saved a bunch of lives, saved, like, had a lot to do with winning the war, you know, and the dude that, that uh, you know, is credited with the whole penicillin thing right and so let me look what his name is because i don't feel like hearing it out loud i just want to so who 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 made who who yeah who alexander fleming okay so alexander fleming i think i've talked about this after watching a different documentary um Hold on one sec. I'm doing like my Googles to make sure I don't say something stupid. You see how stupid, how easy it is? Um, I'm gonna have to pause. Hmm. Well, where is. Oh. Okay. So. What well, dang, where is it? Hold on, you guys, just, just bear with me, okay? Just bear with me, let's see. What? Hold on. You don't have anything else to do, just relax, just calm down. Hold on, I have to pause it, because now, oh my god. I really thought I had a point, but I wanted to Google first, so I'm not being an asshole. Now I'm really confused. I'll be back. Okay, okay, I'm back. I had to do some more research. Because I knew I was inspired by the penicillin joint dude guy. Um, (laughs) um, But when I was doing like the research to double check the names i'm like nigga this not working out am i (laughs) am i that off and so it was not the penicillin situation that was you know that i have evidence or that i have researched in terms of um anyways let me just talk about it let me just get into it right so instead of penicillin we're going to talk about the hepatitis vaccine so um What's the dude's name? I really have it sitting right here, and I still... Okay, Dr. Krugman is one of the dudes, you know what I'm saying, that led to the accelerated, you know, treatment of hepatitis. Good for him, you know? Um, What is not really abundantly known is that he gave hepatitis to a bunch of disabled children between the ages 5 and 10 
without their knowledge, in a chocolate milk and shit drink concoction. He had children drink feces. And this is at none other than the disgusting hellhole that is Willowbrook. Um, If you haven't heard of the Willowbrook Institution, there's a really horrible horrible documentary um and several you know there's there's also the original broadcast that you can watch so i i highly suggest you know um checking that out i believe it's mentioned in the netflix documentary crip camp um but i would suggest looking into that in depth because you know the more people turn a blind eye the shit that's disgusting but happened the more it can happen again. And, and one of the great examples of this is that these tests happened after Willowbrook was already established as a disgusting, horrifying place. So, bro asked Dr. Krugman recruited people and said that they can get on, a, like, past the wait list, I guess, to get into Willowbrook to have their kids sent there. Fucking horrible. I understand I don't know what it's like to be a parent. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I will say I don't know what it's like to be in the position that could make you fucking think you should send your kid to Willowbrook. I still don't like those people, but I will acknowledge I don't know what the fuck it's like. I don't know what it, I don't. So anyways, this nigga here. He gave kids hepatitis with the justification that one, testing and doing the vaccine shit on animals would be too expensive Two, they would get hepatitis anyways because the living conditions were so fucked, which is like, the fact that that's a justification is insane, but let's carry on. And then three, um, you know, it was allegedly for the greater good, right? But do no harm, right? You know, like it's supposed to be, oh my God, this just is really disgusting to me. But the point being that Everybody else that doesn't know this information has no reason to think of whoever the fuck got the hepatitis shit under control. There's no reason to think of them as anything other than a helpful person to society. And I think that part of the thing that freaks me out about people and becoming a whole person and having to participate and not being a judgmental person is that so many people who don't realize their privilege think that people without certain privileges maybe they don't think they deserve it but essentially what they're saying if you allow it is that they deserve a just unfair treatment deserve to be put in jeopardy to put at risk to be killed and that's not okay with me that's part of why I'm very upset about you know how people see the whole covid and 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 herd immunity situation it's like you think that what you're doing on the weekends with the friends you talk shit about is more important than you know fucking not potentially putting someone in a situation where they die or you know what i'm saying like the other thing is that we get into a situation where people think it's never going to be me. Yes, the fuck it is. 
And maybe it's not you that suffers, it's you that creates more suffering. Have you ever thought about that? That there's plenty of suffering you have caused that you have no fucking idea about. I think about it a lot, it makes me sick. I'm not a good person for thinking about it. It's just something that... It's just something that goes along with the same idea of like... How to enjoy a life... Knowing that... There is so much privilege that I have. And a lot of the experiences I have come at the expenses of others of the planet it's just really hard for me to you know I don't know it's like when people bring up people like Gandhi I'm like man that's a rapist and that I'm being very loose mouth at the moment because I I will admit that I have not done research into Gandhi's background but it's just at this point in the game of my life <laughs> people say that Gandhi is a pedophile Gandhi's a pedophile wouldn't put it past him. It's pretty much accepted forever. Still low-key accepted. So anyways, um, the point being is that there's just not enough intolerance of horrible things. And there's way too much tolerance for mid-ass, mediocre-ass, air quotes, pleasures. Um regardless of who they harm and so that's just like really where I'm at right now is just just thinking about how much bad shit I cause in the world and if I'm allowed to enjoy life and if I should just like give up on having my own life and only try to like literally self-sacrifice to make up for the fact that I have so much privilege I don't know, man. Alright, that's enough for today.